When you are sailing in very light wind, a couple things you can remember is keep the momentum going. Now, once you catch the wind, keep trying to catch the wind. Don't stop because the, the more momentum you get, the more wind you catch, the better you'll be able to go. Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. You know, any of you that have been listening to me realize that Sometimes I don't just talk about the dusty roads or other parts of the world. I also talk a little bit about what I would call maybe the dusty water or sailing. I am a great fan of sailing. It's a great way to be able to get around. I think maybe sometimes I should have been born in the Victorian era where I was maybe taking a sailboat somewhere. I just find being out there on the ocean or being out there on the water can be quite a majestic experience. I know there's probably many people that do get seasick or carsick or other things and even find traveling the dusty roads, much less the water, difficult. So I hope you'll bear with me today a little bit as I talk a little bit about some things to do with sailing. In particular, I'm going to talk about a little bit of history with sailing and what is a sailing term for if there's no wind? You know, this is kind of an interesting thing because, you know, sailing, especially if you're on a sailboat that has no motor today, there's lots of sailboats that have motors. So if you don't have wind, you can get out there in the boat. You can even sit out there and wait for the wind to come. But if you don't have any wind, how do you sail the boat? You can't. You know, a sailboat depends upon wind to move it forward. You know, the term that's used is actually the term which is called be calm or calm. And that's kind of where we get this in the English language. You know, that becalm is actually derived from a sailing vessel of the, that the wind is needed in order to move it, that it, or it can be subject to calm. And that's why sometimes we will use the words that says that steel or, or nearly steel, i.e. calm sea, will say not windy or stormy, a calm day. And that's why a lot of times in the English language, we'll use the word calm to also describe those things because it actually comes from the sailing term becalm, where people would would say like look it's a it's a calm day it's a calm sea we can't go out and there's no wind and we're not able to sail but actually during the 1800s in fact the first time it was recognized as being used was in the 1600s is the word tied over and this also has become a bit of a saying that we might use sometimes in the english language we might say something is tied over and, you know, this, in this sense, the word tide is T-I-D-E, which means like the tide or, you know, the tide of the ocean. But the ancient sailors, when there was no wind and when their boats were stuck out there and they couldn't move them at all, they would say that they were tied over. And this was a term that was known to have been used for a long time. You know, tied over or was used to show that the wind was absent, so the sailors could not sail their ships. You know, this was, um, the ancient sailors showed, this showed that the time and the tide were very similar. They were sort of interconnected, that they kind of used the tide to be able to tell the time. You know, these, I often think about these, you know, ancient sailors are forebearers for many of them that were, you know, understood the elements. They understood, you know, how to, you know, read the stars and how to be able to find their direction through the stars or, or, you know, they understood the tides, they understood the oceans, they understood the winds. And I often think about that and how we've all sort of forgotten that today. We've sort of forgotten about all of these different things that once meant so much for them. 
So when there, you know, when there is no wind, they would say that they're basically tied over because of the fact that they were not able to get out with the wind. You know, sometimes if you're going to be out sailing and there's very light wind, it can be challenging. When I was taking a recent sailing class, there were a couple days, there was literally no wind, like only one or two knots of wind, but we still went out there. And, you know, the, the main thing of it is it takes a lot of skill to be able to try to catch the wind when there is no wind. You know, when you have a lot of wind and you can catch the, the sail and the wind is going strong and you have the wind is going steady, it can be, you know, it's, it's relatively pleasant to be able to sail your boat that way. When you don't have any wind, it can actually be quite difficult to be able to sail your boat And this is why we always recommend, and this is kind of a funny thing that a lot of people may not think about, but if you're going to be in a sailboat, even a dinghy, you might want to consider packing a paddle as part of your gear because of the fact that if there is no wind, you might have to use the paddle and paddle back to shore. We have had to do this several times when we were out sailing. There was no wind, so we had to use that paddle and Just start doing it the old-fashioned way, just using our manpower to be able to get the ship back into port because there is no wind. When you are sailing in very light wind, a couple things you can remember is keep the momentum going. Once you catch the wind, keep trying to catch the wind. Don't stop because the, the more momentum you get, the more wind you catch, the better you'll be able to go. And you also really have to know your wind direction because... As we've mentioned before here, one of the things you can never do is sail into the wind. It's called to be actually in irons, just like they used to put the prison. um, Prisoners used to be in irons when they were on the prison ships. You know, so if you sail directly into the wind, your sail cannot catch any wind and you will also be in irons too. This again is one of the skills that I feel like we as people or individuals have lost. We've, you know, lost the skill of being able to read nature, read the wind, being able to understand the stars, just being able to understand nature and our ecosystem in itself. And this is maybe one of the sad things, if I can make a plug here too, for nature itself. Maybe that's one of the reasons why we are not taking care of nature as much as we should be. You know, it's just because we don't really have this um, connection with nature. You know, we have our smartphones, we have our smart devices, we have our computers. We don't need today to be able to look up onto a sail and say, what direction is the wind coming from? You know, we don't need to have to learn that skill. I mean, in fact, there's probably some app that will even tell you what direction the wind's coming from, and you can figure that out yourself. You know, but unfortunately for us today, you know, we as individuals have sort of lost this touch with nature or with the the natural part of ourselves. And because of that, maybe, and I'm just saying here, maybe that's one of the reasons why we do not take care of the environment as well as we should. You know, our forefathers used to depend upon nature. They depended upon the seasons to be able to grow their crops. They depend upon the wind and understanding the wind and the tide to be able to sail their ships. They would use the stars to be able to help direct them as to what direction they needed to go. They depended upon nature to be important to them so that they would be able to be able to basically live their life, to grow their crops, to to move their products, to be able to 
get to the next city or get to the next town. So they very quickly learned how to read nature and to understand nature. But that is a skill that unfortunately many of us have forgotten about. That's also one of the reasons why I am someone who enjoys sailing. And if you like boats and have the opportunity to learn to sail, I recommend that you try to learn to sail. Because when you learn to sail, there are things you need to learn. Things like how to read the wind, how to know what direction the wind is coming from, how to understand the wind, how to know your directions, north, south, east, west, how to, you know, how to be able to, you know, move the boat from point A to point B. And all of that depends upon nature. So that is one of the reasons why, even though this podcast is about dusty roads, we also include sailing in there because we believe that sailing is one sport that can help you get back to nature and to learn some of the skills that your forefathers learned, such as understanding the tide, the wind, the water, and other things like that. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate you. Thank you for being part of our community. We appreciate you listening to the Dusty Roads podcast and hope that you'll check out our blog, A Bus on a Dusty Road. We'd like to thank Rico who helps put these podcasts together because without him, it would not be possible. And we want to thank each of you for listening because we realize that it is because you're listening that helps to make this podcast also possible. Thank you so much.